0: Cheers! I'm so delighted to be back. This is Season 7 on Fashion Love Stories, my beautiful darlings. And it has been uh, a pleasure for six seasons now sharing my beautiful love stories with you, my fashion love stories, my spirituality, and uh, all the fantastic high-vibrating things in life. Um, I was born in Greece, uh, raised in New York City, studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology and worked uh, in the fashion industry uh, in New York City, Uh, Versace, Bergdorf Goodmans and uh, Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of Gods. Currently, I am venturing into podcasting, uh, also art and uh, Uh, design as well other than jewelry so stay here and uh, during the season you will find more things about me and we will share um, beautiful stories together stay well I'm having so much fun creating this episode um, on the topic of the swans um, and uh, the famous author Truman Capote. The swans of New York were the most stylish, elegant, graceful socialites of the time, the original style influencers, and they were so strong, so up there, so unattainable, unattainable so so perfect that people were obsessed with them. Some people even uh, lost their lives over their uh, desire to be close to them to be to become like them to be like them for example uh, truman capote's mother she committed suicide lily may because uh, she was so obsessed to become uh, like the high society of new york and to be accepted but she was never accepted she was always striving. at the end she ended up killing herself, and she ended up inspiring um, Truman Capote to create uh, a lot of drama. So, I'm following this episode on FX, uh, uh, the feud between uh, Truman Capote and the Swans. Uh, There is so much to learn and so much, uh, uh, so many lessons, and um, I hope after getting to know this story more uh, we are we are going to be able to extract some lessons that um, they left behind for us and uh, at the end we are going to benefit by somehow becoming a swan uh, or becoming so high and so beautiful and so graceful uh, by design and um, be motivated by them and have a beautiful life full of love, energy, passion, and joy. This is my uh, desire to do, to give you this uh, aspect of the swans and hopefully um, inspire you to, I'm inspiring myself as well, to inspire all of us to have uh, a more beautiful life. It is Saturday morning in the magnificent and gorgeous and stunning, like the New York Swans, New York City, my darlings. I am uh, recording this podcast from uh, Midtown East, where I reside for the last twenty-two years or so, maybe twenty-three or twenty-four. I don't know. Yes, it's going to be twenty-four years this summer. So this is the neighborhood where the Swans of uh, the famous story of um, American Arthur Truman Capote um, has been uh, created this is these are the the grounds (laughs) these are the scenes (laughs) the places that they were all hanging out Uh, for example uh, right down the street from me is uh, the apartment where Truman Capote was living uh, around the United Nations UN Plaza further down the street further further down a little bit closer to Fifth Avenue is the La Cote Basque location it's now the Polo Ralph Lauren um, restaurant. So these oh. are the grounds further up a little bit. The street on Fifth Avenue is Bergdorf Goodman. Further down the street, a little bit on Fifth Avenue, is Saks Fifth Avenue. All of these uh, further up, up, up a little bit, more um, f- after uh, Bergdorf's is uh, the famous Plaza Hotel where. The famous uh, gala, the black and white ball of um, Truman Capote's uh, uh, glamorous days, uh, uh, is uh, happened uh, in 1966. So these are the places, and of course, I'm inspired because I love fashion. I'm obsessed with fashion and. Um, glamour and and style and uh, all those gorgeous swans that forever and ever uh, have been uh, inspiring me ever since my FIT days. uh, I started uh, in fashion illustration and some of the influences that I had were the beautiful black and white sketches and most of them were by uh, famous uh, illustrators and uh, the subject of those beautiful works of art there were the, these socialites so those gorgeous elegant swans uh, they were so inspiring and and um as a young girl uh, being obsessed with fashion and new york city i i was uh looking up to them and um allowing them to inspire me i was not the only one they inspired the entire world so Who were these gorgeous creatures uh, that um, Truman Swan uh, fell so in love with and uh, felt so captivated and uh, he was so looking to to become part of their inner circle and inner world and um, he wanted to be one of them. Uh, He wanted to be in their uh, uh, famous lunches at the La Cote Basque and the other famous places where they were all hanging out, mostly La Côte Basque. And uh, they were all uh, creating these beautiful moments, this beautiful life, these beautiful styles. Uh, it was like magical back in the day. Uh, and these, uh, we're talking about now the 1950s, uh, the highlights uh, of the swans. Uh, it was, I would say, uh, in the decades uh, 60, 50s, 60s, and 70s, uh, but their highlight really was, I would say, late 50s, early 60s, because uh, they were also glamorous and younger than and beautiful. Of course, they maintained their glamour all the way uh, up to their old age. So, age has nothing to do with uh, them being swans or being uh, regal and uh, elegant and. Um, uh, but no one can be like them because you had to have certain uh, that means something different, something about them Uh, yes, they were stylish yes, they were rich yes, they had great taste but not everybody could be a swan because these famous swans that uh, Truman Capote adored and so much has been written about them and spoken about them and now there is a new series on FX um, called feud capote versus the swans where the swans are the main characters of truman's life and uh, they create all these uh, magnificent series and everybody's fascinated about Uh, so much has been written for decades and decades and so much inspiration from these swans and it's still to my amazement and today uh, we are in 2024 after all those years Seventy years later, we are still fascinated with these swans. Um, What was, what was, first of all, let's, let's go back to the basics. Who were the swans? It was a small um, group of uh, socialites uh, and they were all, all residing more or less in New York City, mostly around Fifth Avenue, Upper East Side, that area, um, they were very affluent. Um, they all come from very affluent backgrounds themselves. Some of them married into more uh, uh, affluent men. Uh, this is how these ones became bigger and bigger, bigger than life because they needed the money and the power of their husbands and the prestige to become all that glamorous and get so much uh, attention that they were receiving. And this is where they were thriving by that something else that they had uh, great style uh, great imagination uh, great knowledge about anything that was beautiful culture um, fashion travels decoration uh, dining entertaining socializing um they were like um, the main inspirators of society and um I, i'm always fascinated uh of old new york but these were the ladies that created that style that old new york they were major style influencers and they really created the new york as we know it because even though years have passed uh, new york city is so glamorous and these women they created that new york that old new york it was that generation And that included, of course, the celebrities, uh, the Hollywood people, uh, the intellectuals, the editors of the newspapers, the glossy magazines. It was a whole uh, group, but uh, the whole idea was glamour, elegance. But at the top of this... um, fascinating group uh, that created the new york um, style and uh, image that is still celebrated and copied tried to be copied but new york is the only one it's the original no one can copy for example dubai is really happening these days as far as celebrities and uh, influencers and rich people uh, it's not the same thing though no. it's not New York <laughs> the original vibe uh, was created here right here in my neighborhood Midtown East so Upper East Side um, Fifth Avenue these women were really 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 truly special so um, I find them very fascinating as, as everyone else But the reason I'm speaking about them now, because of this series, and uh, there are already three episodes on uh, the FX series, uh, feud Capote versus the Swans, that um, they are magical, they take us back to another era, and we're all uh, trying so much to just get out of the times that we're living, uh, the terrible times, the confusing times... Painful, traumatic, whatever that may be. Confusing, I would say. There's something that is going on these days in our society. For years now, for the, I would say. For the past 20-30 years, uh, things have been changing. The world has been changing. Um, but the direction uh, the world has been uh, going, um, it was away from all those gorgeous times. The fun times, the glamorous times, even fashion now is not glamorous. Sometimes it's scary, sometimes it's disruptive. <laughs> yes, these are different times, and uh, we're trying to become more inclusive as far as style is concerned, to accept different points of view, more contemporary visions, more. Um, different different styles, I guess, but it's not working. Style is style, elegance is elegance, beauty is beauty. What really described these uh, swans, and I'm going to tell you who they were, uh, it was their elegance, their grace, their sophistication, the, the creation of beauty, everything they touched, it was all about beauty their style their clothing their selection of designers they were wearing Balmain and Christian Dior and Chanel and uh, Valentino the best the best designers Yves Saint Laurent um, uh, they were frequent uh, frequenting the couture houses of Europe of course they had the money they had the planes they had the stuff (laughs) they had the people to just help them and uh, but they were the original um, creators they put themselves up there like style icons and they became for eternity the style icons of old new york uh, Stylistically speaking, fashionably speaking, and society wise, uh, they just created all these beautiful, beautiful decades of uh, glamour. Um, of, and uh, it still remains, it's here. And people are craving to revisit those times. That's why we have so much uh, style influencers now going back to the old world money and sophistication, quite luxury trends. And, uh, trying to copy these women because they were very sophisticated very understated very restrained uh, very old money uh they were not flashing yes the jewelry were flashing and of course uh, their clothing were magnificent but they were not trashy like the housewives uh, these days of uh, the contemporary housewives uh, all the series uh, depicting the feuds and uh, the backstabbing and all that Uh, yes they were backstabbing back in the day and there was the the, uh, betrayal and there was exclusivity and inclusivity and inner circles and outer circles and us against them and um, we are better than that yes but it was done more subtle more elegant um, and there was so much beauty around uh, the expression of these uh, swans Uh, so they they are forever uh, those graceful uh, creatures, but stay away from them because they could be dangerous if you got uh, too close to them. If you hurt them, if you if you did something to to spoil that image, they they worked so hard the surface. So it was all about appearances. They worked so hard. The, 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 their whole lives was all about that superficial image because that was their power, that was their tool, that was their ammunition. And this is what made them and their powerful husbands to become uh, distinct and to become um, the upper hierarchy of uh, old New York uh, society. That goes back even to uh, previous generations but the like the Astors back in the day the gilded age it was all about who is who and um, publicity and uh, money and power and prestige and uh, to be on the top uh, exclusive circle um, here we had uh, these women that they did the same thing, but I think those times uh, in the 1950s, sixties, and seventies, they were more fun, more elegant, more cool, uh, um, and we absolutely love <laughs> what they were able to create. Beautiful times, beautiful decades. Um, so, who were these? Who were these women? There were a lot, but the most, uh, the top, the top ones were, were um, Barbara Cushing. Paley, Babe Paley, the wife of uh, Bill Paley, CZ Guest, Slim Keith, Lee Roswell, who else? I believe Jackie Onassis or Kennedy was uh, one of them, but uh, she was not included in those uh, top swans. Oh, Mirella Agnelli, the the wife of uh, Fiat uh, Chairman. Gianni Anelli, the Italian uh, aristocrat. There was uh, there were other people outside, uh, but the most important players uh, on this uh, circle uh, were these women. Uh, at one point, Marilyn Monroe was on one of the swans, but she was not on the top of the list. Uh, um, the top were the ones I just mentioned, and these women... Um, Although they were beautiful, uh, what made them really beautiful, it was their style and their personality. Oh, another one was Gloria Guinness. She was of Mexican uh, um, descent, uh, but she was able to uh, manipulate, uh, not manipulate really in a bad way, but to, to work her way uh, out of... Um, she was in high society there as well, by the way, in Mexico. But uh, also she came out of that country. And then she married into uh, European aristocracy, and then she married... Oh, all of these women, by the way, one uh, characteristic that they had in common, they they had several marriages, some of them two, three, four. Um, And uh, they didn't blink an eye to end a relationship and marry higher on the hierarchy in order to climb up and get... um, more uh, more, more expensive, <laughs> affluent husbands, powerful husbands, and it was just, uh, I was surprised uh, because I'm coming from a very conservative background, I believe, traditional, but uh, uh, you marry and that's the story, <laughs> that's how I was raised, but um, these women, they just married and they got divorced and... Uh, they got married again and again and again and uh, every time it was a better uh, situation, uh, more affluent and uh, they had a lot of affairs, Uh, they didn't play victims let's say a husband uh, decided to uh, leave the wife and marry someone else Uh, the wife accepted it, she moved on, she got a better husband herself like in the case of um, Selim Keith uh, and all of them, uh, even uh, Babe Pelly, uh, they got uh, initially, and her sister, she had uh, two sisters, um, the famous Cushing sisters, and they were all marrying into aristocracy, and uh, they would uh, get a divorce uh, like six, seven years down the road, get married to someone else, even better. Even the mother of um, uh, Jacqueline uh, uh, Onassis. And, uh, Lee, and as Roswell, they were sisters, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, and the mother herself, uh, she was married to, to their father, and then divorce, easy, move on fast, quick, and get a better marriage. And they all had different children uh, from different marriages. It was a mixed, um, interesting situation where uh, mixed families, um, children, in some cases the stepchildren were marrying. To the same it's weird stuff, but not so weird, complicated. Um, it was fascinating, yes, definitely. There were a lot of uh, betrayals, a lot of backstabbings, a lot of infidelity, a lot of affairs, and that was their life. Uh, but everybody, what really I found fascinating, um, was the fact that they were so strong. Uh, mentally emotionally and uh, determined to just climb up the ladder they did not play the um, s- the victim for example let's say today we are all uh, plain victims i see a lot in our society oh i had this trauma and i had uh, i'm a victim and i was hurt and i was uh, when i was a child this and this happened and then uh, my boyfriend we broke up and uh, he didn't treat me right and i'm victimized uh, victimized and it was not. They moved on. I found that fascinating. They were so strong. They were um, resilient. I have to say that word again because that really matters. That really uh, defines this generation. Their resiliency. They had fun. They had passion about life. They were living life to the fullest, these people. Yes. They were betrayal. They were uh, abandonment. They were pain. Um, they, they were, But they had a purpose. Their purpose was for them to excel and to become the Swans. Even the men, they were all players. They were all cheating left and right. From President Kennedy to uh, Bill Paley to Gianni Anelli to Onassis. All of these guys... Uh, a very powerful uh, wealthy man and there were so many that generation of course especially in those circles everybody had affairs everybody moved on easily and smoothly and just in a most resilient manner they would just uh, move on into another marriage and have another beautiful home another beautiful life and uh, they were starting all over again they were reinventing themselves and they were uh, moving onwards and forwards and uh, they were becoming bigger and better and they were writing those swan stories and everybody was a character in this beautiful life um, of these beautiful people it was a generation of the beautiful people these beautiful people they had inner uh, beauty they had a passion about life about joy, about uh, enjoyment, about uh, having fun, about living their life to the fullest. We don't have that now. We don't. We just feel victimized. We feel um, uh, unable to move on. Uh, we have been... Um, we're weak. We're weak individuals in our generation. Um, we all have been victimized. Uh, we all have been, uh, I think, we are, uh, or our perception of victim home is just so uh, damaging to us as opposed to shutting it off and say, I'll move on to have that resiliency. Um, we don't have that anymore. These women, the swans, they uh, used uh, as a tool... They were so resilient. They used as a tool their beauty, but they created the, their beauty. They were not so beautiful in some cases, like um, uh, Diane Vreeland, for example, who was the editor of uh, Vogue or Bazaar. Uh, she was a very famous, uh, elegant, she was not a swan, but definitely she was a style influencer, and what really made her so famous and such an influencer of style at the times and she was in the same circles no less same time um uh, it was their definition of style their uh, creation of beauty uh, using beautiful clothes elegant uh, manners uh, perfect makeup perfect hair perfect jewelry uh using that uh perfection to become those beautiful swans not necessarily pretty but uh, stunning and like even in the case of uh, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis she was not the most beautiful woman in my opinion but she was stunning she was mesmerizing she was a style icon and forever and ever she will remain one of those beautiful um uh, inspiring women so the entire world was copying her and the rest of uh, that group Um, they were the true style influencers and uh, the original and um, they will forever remain those beauties and uh, no one can recreate them Uh, of course they were after them there were so many stars and style influencers even in today's day no no one can be like them they were beyond uh, bigger than life they were just so glamorous but they worked so hard they um this was the trend of the times because all these women they were kind of victims but again they never allowed uh, their pain and suffering or uh, damaging uh, childhood experiences like we do now to, to damage uh, the outlook of their lives they still had a gorgeous, beautiful, fun, fun, fantastic life they had gorgeous homes all over the world of course they had the means but they attained them attained the husbands attained this life some of them did have the means some of them did not but uh, they worked so hard to maintain that swan image, that elusive, uh, elegant, beauty, uh, unattainable, and they, they became bigger than life, style influencers. Uh, they, they were so strong mentally, emotionally, physically. They were not, uh, as per Truman Capote, but he maybe, he, he was jealous of them, he was so close to them because he wanted to penetrate to become because he came from inferior inferior and traumatic background himself he was neglected by his parents the mother never accepted him she was always putting him down because of his sexuality she was never there at the end of her life she committed suicide obviously she was not there 100% emotionally Um, so she really hurt him so much that this uh, little child of a man he he was beyond repair and he became I'm sorry to say that I feel for him Uh, no one should have that much pain but the fact that he was so neglected Uh, He worked so hard, like he was like one of the swans, a different version of a swan, okay? So he worked so hard, like they did. He had so much discipline, so much focus, like his mother. He was inspired by his mother in that sense, that uh, they needed to penetrate that uh, high level of society and enter and become one of them, but they never did, actually. Because these swans, they had... uh, their boundaries, they would not allow anyone in there because otherwise there would not be the hand picked uh, number of uh, swans. Uh, and at the end, they maintained that image so hard. So they would not allow anyone to come easily into their lives. Yes, they were social. Yes, they were friendly. Yes they, ha- yes, they had their inner circle and the outer circle. And then they were socializing, blah, 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 blah. But everything was superficial because this is where they were excelling. This is where. Th- they would go to the parties and luncheons and they were shown their beauty they needed to have that socializing uh life uh, otherwise uh, how else people will look up to them and uh, check them out and photograph them and write about them and uh, sketch about them their styles like the fa- uh, those um illustrations that i talked i spoke to you about uh, from my earlier days at the fashion institute of technology they were like the style inspirators and creators and influencers so they needed to have their audience as well so yes they were always very charming they worked their charm to up to their death this is what defined um, were they real i would say so This is what they wanted and they had tools and they were smart enough to use those tools, use the charm, use the money, uh, up level themselves, educate themselves, learn about art, learn about all the graceful things in life and uh, they worked it, they worked it. Some of them knew, some of them knew but not necessarily so, there were so many affluent people there still are that doesn't mean they all have taste but these women were characteristically uh, distinguished uh, with their great superior taste but they worked some of them they were born like that like uh, babe pelly she was the uh, editor of vogue back in the 1940s so she had fashion in her veins and the style and the and refinement Uh, of course the mother was a very helpful um, influencer herself by guiding her daughters uh, to uh, uh, to be more refined more elegant more beautiful to have confidence confidence is very important and it came from their mothers. They were trained to be confident. I have to underline the word the word confidence because the swans they were beautiful and they believed it. Like in the case of um, uh, Jacqueline Kennedy, she was not a swan, but she was a style influencer, the biggest the biggest one of them all. But her sister, um, uh, Lee as The father instilled uh, on them the the especially in Jackie Jacqueline Kennedy. Uh, that she was beautiful they were raised with uh, true confidence Uh, nothing can shake their confidence and the fact that they were they felt beautiful and they had a purpose they were trained to be that way Uh, confidence is part of that uh, character um, that you need in order to uh, maneuver and navigate all those uh, very difficult paths because uh, it was the survival of the fittest in order for them to go up and up and up the social ladder and become uh, the very, very few uh, people or women uh, that they were uh, the powerful posts like the Onassis, and the, uh, uh, the Paley's. Uh, some of the other people that they were up up there. Not everybody was on that level. The Agnellis, um they were—they had to be very strong. Uh, so, what is the lesson we're learning from these uh, uh, swans, my darlings? Because at the end of this episode, to me, it's very important to use these uh, figures and learn some of their lessons. Um, Now, are we being superficial, copying them and being inspired? No, we're not being superficial. At the end, they had depth. They had a true passion of life. They created, they left behind a legacy to inspire others. And this is a lot that they did. They were not just superficial women or people, They worked very hard to create some kind of inspirational uh, platform, uh, that society of old New York, and they left behind, for us, a legacy. What I really see, it was a very important part of that legacy, it was they lived life. They enjoy life to the fullest. They had the most beautiful homes the most beautiful life, the most beautiful dinners, luncheons, friends, clothing, art, travel. And this is what life is all about. They really enjoyed life. Um, It's hard to see that. We don't see that anymore. Everybody just so enclosed. They're all, uh, all of us are... uh, on our own, uh, we don't have that social uh, um, circle, we don't have that connection of friends, whether they are real or false. Sometimes they're in between because people are not, uh, you know, the black and white theme of uh, the Truman Capote's uh, Bola de Plaza. It was just uh, uh, a reflection of what life is all about. Everyone was masked, by the way. They had masks, the most elegant, elegant, elegant masks and clothing, and, and um, couture, uh, fantastic. It was still to this date one of the most uh, famous, uh, fashionable uh, balls or soirées uh, balls, actually, of all times. People are going back to this black and white ball um, f- for this series. By the way, the famous designer, designer. Uh, zach posen created all the customs for this particular event for the series Uh, the feud capote versus the swans so uh, i'm gonna have to look into it more and see uh, what the response is uh, and uh, tell you my opinion also as far as uh, how this designer creator uh, captured uh, the glamour of those times but Um, going back to that theme the black and white theme it was just uh, a reflection of how life is how we all are we have a dark side and a light side and this is the complexity of us we always have to fight fight the darkness and stay with the light but uh, the the darkness uh, the black side of our uh, the black and white ball it's very strong We constantly have to fight the darkness, the dark side, uh, the gossip, the uh, exclusion, the neglect, uh, all this darkness, the ego, the superficiality of things, but we always have to go for the light, the light. So, life is all about that, but at the end, it's not about sitting in our... uh, Uh, homes, in our offices, in our couch, whatever that may be, and exclude uh, life from us and live uh, life on a a virtual world, okay? It's about living a true life to the fullest. And this is what these um, swans, style influencers, uh, gave us. That lesson. For us to emulate and enjoy life to the fullest. What life, that what that joy may, may mean for us. We don't have to wear couture clothes and travel uh, and use our private plan. If we can, that's fine. But if we cannot, we have to have our own version of full, passionate life. Full of beautiful energy, beautiful people, beautiful food, music, joy, that may be our own version, we, may, we can be our own version of the swans, this is what I am learning from this uh, uh, experience by revisiting those times and even watching the episode so far, because... There is so much to learn, but at the end, it's about uh, getting that lesson that they left behind and and having a more beautiful swan life uh, ourselves. Now, we have to work hard because the swan was very graceful, but underneath all that, it was uh, working it hard uh, to maintain that level of grace and uh, beauty and elegance and stunning life. So... We can use this one as a, as a, a symbol of uh, how we can become the better version of ourselves and to have a more beautiful life because that's the whole point. And this is what I feel we're missing these days. We are missing that true living, the true joy of life. Whether it may be having a cup of coffee with... Uh, Uh, our friend and looking at a beautiful sunset in new york or a beautiful garden but we have to capture all those beautiful moments and make more of that and uh, bring more joy into our lives and of course bring more joy into the world and leave behind a legacy like the swans have done uh, full of style beauty elegance grace okay so we can inspire others of course eliminate the dark side <laughs> uh, focus on the light we're not going to go on the darkness we are, we all have darkness uh, just focus on that beauty beauty that is uh the beauty of the swan so i hope um i hope you're going to get something from this uh, um episode and uh Learn a lesson and go ahead. Go out there and uh, wear your best outfit. Uh, make the best effort. Visit New York City if you can. If you want to experience that. If you can. If not, uh, go to your favorite place, your favorite cafe, your favorite neighborhood. And uh, uh, become Dutch one. Okay? And uh, have a beautiful life full of passion and love and brilliance and joy so uh, thank you for listening and I will be back um, soon Uh, I don't know if I'm going to continue next week with um another swan related episode most likely but if I do not I will definitely come back to this topic because it's really trending right now but it's very very important for me to uh, discuss because instinctually speaking I feel I should be speaking about that because uh, it's very much needed uh, to have that inspiration and uh, create that beauty the beautiful life the life of the swan